One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Back for another week, Donovan Bailey running things, a legendary one alongside Jason Portwondo. Glad to have you with us. This and every episode powered by ACAS. As always, we, you know, we just want you to like it, follow it, subscribe it. Just do what you got to do. Be a part of this show and every show. Good to see you, man. What's going on? JP, great to see you, man. Good to be back. And yes, for all you people out there, tell all your friends about this. Uh, JP and I are here. Every week, and we plan on being here for a few more years. Yeah, so, uh, at least, right? At least, I at mean, least. And, you know, obviously, you being a sporting guy, what you think of, we're going to touch on athletics, obviously. We do music, entertainment, uh, hard news. And, and unfortunately, this is where we begin again. I mean, I was hoping this week we'd be talking about the war in Ukraine being over. Yeah, you know what? It's funny that last week we started the show and it was quite somber and we had mm-hmm. this, you know, in, in studio here and, 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 and also in the world, you know, at large, it, it was a, just a very somber time. And uh, yeah, remember we finished the show, uh, we talked about it and during the show and finished the show last week, hoping that there'd be, there'd be at least some discussion, some civility between uh, the warring uh, countries. Uh, and uh, and and my God, we're we're uh, we're a week later, and it seemed like it's uh, it's getting even worse, Jason. So I mean, it's it's definitely always a tough thing to talk about. To me, this is this is uh, this is one of the you know the worst topics to to even get into and, and even trying to formulate an opinion. And that's the key, right? I mean, we were hoping to be saying, okay, we we see light at the end of the tunnel, but right. not the case. Less than two weeks now. And 2 million people have had to flee Ukraine. And, and we get more of the trickle-down effect because U.S. about to impose another sanction, you know, no longer exporting oil, gas, yeah. coal from Russia. We're seeing oil right now at $125 a barrel. That's a 14-year spike. Prices at the pumps in terms of gas. You I know, mean, people are gassing and dashing. It's going to be $2 soon. It, it, you know what? Think about this. We're coming out of a pandemic where there was a lot of hemorrhaging of just the average person. The average person right. who doesn't have, who didn't have uh, the bandwidth, didn't have the job that allows them to stay at home and work from home, work on a computer. Think about all the, the service industry people that are out there, restaurants. I mean, so, you know, 
a lot of people are coming out of pandemic and it, it, it just when it seems Jason that it was um that you know you're coming there's a little light as you said there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's you know the the, the spring is around the corner summer at least here in Canada uh you know but the pandemic's a worldwide uh, epidemic just when it seems that way it looks like for those people who are struggling now they're gonna there's gonna be food shortages uh gas is gonna be oh my god you know twice <laughs> what it does yeah it's already at a record high in Man, canada that, and and so and so wow. and so for that i mean i'm uh you know i'm i'm sympathetic uh i am and and i'm really wishing for the best and and hopefully i mean and i'm gonna say it this week <laughs> Let's hope next week that there's some discussion this week. <laughs> um, uh, so at least we can see, uh, you know, whatever it is that's going to happen, we can actually see it um, at least finishing, stopping, you know, or at least get to that place where there is a, an idyllic light at the end of the tunnel, uh, you know, for, for those people struggling. You have two million you know, we can, we, can def- we can delve into slavery, but my God, we, we see two million Ukrainian uh, that's been displaced from their homeland. I mean, just think about think about this. I mean, and, and I think that we're very comfortable and very spoiled here in Canada. Think about someone coming in and, you know, you've made a nest egg for yourself in a nice little comfortable home, wherever that home might be, whatever, however big that home is, however small that home is, it's just home for you. And think about you living out of a bag immediately. And regardless of where you are and regardless what your thoughts are, what your, your politics is, I think it's crazy to have any human being being displaced from where it is that they call home. And, uh, you know, man, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry to see that. I'm disappointed to see that. And I'm hoping if I can, you know, lend a voice to, uh, you know, and, and be, you know, inspirational to, to those people, just, you know, kind of keep your head up, uh, and hope that uh, the powers that be will have a discussion, uh, you know, have a roundtable discussion, uh, a final one uh, that can allow at least those people that are displaced to get back to uh, where they're comfortable and, and, and they can return themselves to a normal life. I mean, coming off a pandemic, not normal, war, Followed by war, my God, I can't even imagine that, Jason. And you're right. Whether you're left, you're right, bottom line is civilians caught in the middle. Just not right. Not fair for them. Talks continue. That is a positive because there's got to be, you know, that uh, dialect in order for any conflict to be resolved. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, things can uh, come to more of a a civil, peaceful ending in terms of Ukraine. And, um, not pointing any fingers because that won't solve anything. We right. just need to get a resolution. And, um, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's very tough. And it's never an easy transition. But, obviously, you know, we're in the month of March. Right. International Women's uh, Month, if you will. March 8th, International Women's Day. Women's Day, yeah. You know, there's a key female that's, you know, caught now. Speaking of this whole situation between Russia and Ukraine. Brittany Griner. Yeah. U.S. born basketball player, yeah, WNBA star. She plays basketball in Russia. Now caught in the crosshairs, yeah. of all of this. Recently arrested for drugs, right? When trying to leave the country, 
the biggest fear for many with Britney is this is going to become a political thing. Well, unfortunately, that that you know what it's. It, it, think about the the time. I mean, and and let's 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 like break down what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, it, it's International Women's Day, so I'm so I'm gonna pay homage to the most, the greatest woman that ever existed on, in in history for me, which is my mother, and all the other women that's played an incredible role in my life, and also every other woman that that just gets up and be a woman every day because you know that is probably the greatest blessing that 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 we have on this earth because i i believe that every single woman is the backbone of every single home you know so 100 you know, percent. you know uh but yeah you know what we're we're looking at this uh and, and you know unfortunately for 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 britney uh again she plays in russia and I, I, for those who those those who don't know she plays in russia obviously um They've always talked about the disparity between uh, the WNBA and the NBA. I mean, and and the guys in the NBA, obviously, um, the guy sitting on the bottom of the bench, uh, you know, he certainly doesn't have to supplement his income uh, by going to have a second job somewhere. Uh, you know, although you know, but Brittany's doing that. I mean, so she's in Russia, obviously trying to make more money to feed her family. And all the and and Jason, yeah, she's caught up in this right now. I mean, the drugs thing. I think that sometimes uh, people get caught up as the reason why. It's clearly a political thing. I mean, at, at, at least that's how I look at it. Right. Uh, when I also look at athletes who are, you know, whatever it is that they do, um, you know, sometimes I, mean, I I don't actually whatever it is that she got caught, got caught for. I mean, uh, whatever vice that might be, I'm very certain it, it could have been. She could have been on painkillers to, to you know to to. To, to kind of take care of her inflammation and all the things that her body has to go through. So so again, I'm not I'm not even going to address that. I, I just think that that's a non-topic. The fact that she's now a political um, prisoner, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is a tough thing. And and uh, it, it seems that she's now a pawn between negotiations uh, uh, between Russia and the U.S. And and that to me. Uh, that's not where she wants to be. I'm very certain she wants to be home with her with her wife and mm-hmm. and, and and her kids and their kids, or playing basketball. I'm very certain that's the only two things <laughs> that she wants to be doing. You know, so I'm hoping that there's there, there's some negotiation with this. I mean, you know, it's funny. I was listening to a comedian and and they were uh, I was listening to a comedian and they were talking about uh, the Dave Chappelle. Um, I think Dave Chappelle has a joke about. Um, you know the the um, uh, foreigners not kidnapping black people because they have off no value. Yes, I know that's a funny thing, uh, but I really want to know what the value of Brittany is in this case. I really would like to see it because obviously um, this is an incredible basketball player, great human being, uh, you know, family woman. And uh, and she's family person, and and she she certainly wants to be, I, like I said, either be playing basketball, or be home with her family. So I'm hoping, Jason, I'm hoping uh, that we're reaching someone. And uh, you know, again, if I can do my part, we'll you know make sure that uh, we continue to, to support her release, uh, so she can get back home uh, to her family and uh, and or to the basketball court. <laughs> Where, yeah, you know what I mean. And. <laughs> This is not just about sports, as you've just uh, detailed right. uh, nicely. I mean, the 31-year-old during the offseason, this is where she is, you know, right. making money, playing basketball, 
for a Russian team, uh, Ekaterinburg, I believe is the uh, the team's name. But yeah. uh, the fear of many, like like we've said, is that this now could be used, you know, in terms of uh, a political peace. Between, uh, absolutely. And I and when I <coughs> use the word peace, it's not P-E-A-C-E, which I wish it was. It's right. P-I-E-C-E. And, and obviously we know the strains going on right now between Russia and the United States. And, you know, it, it's the timing of this. There's never a good time for something like this, yeah. but the timing of this, you know, couldn't be any worse. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's absolutely horrible. It's. I mean, and again, we're coming from a pandemic. We're looking for places uh, where people uh, can live a lighter life, we'll say, and mm-hmm. and look for things to celebrate, and you know, and and um, and laugh, and 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 uh, and all those things, and and none of this is a laughing matter, Jason. And no. that's and that's uh, and that's where we are today. Like I said, I'm very certain that the only two things that this woman wants to be is either be at home with her family or playing ball, and and uh, I'm hoping that she gets there as soon as possible. Yes. We don't want her to be used as a quote-unquote political pawn. So to be continued, uh, another edition of Donovan Bailey running things, DB and JP with you. And uh, we appreciate your support, powered by ACAST, and we appreciate their support with this in every edition of the program. The Cricket World. Man. Tough, tough time right now for the cricket world. I mean, when you think of legendary players, uh, right. for me, Sir Viv comes to mind, uh, Brian Lara, uh, Sachin Tendulkar, just to name a few. Yeah. And um, also, you know, planted quite firmly on that list, Shane Warren. And his recent passing is just, you know, just been such a tough time for everybody involved in the sport and obviously for Australians. And, and you as well, because I didn't even know this, that you guys... Man, listen, I, wow, uh, I posted it. I just posted rest in peace. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. and I, I think that, uh, well, I, I think that sometimes, Jason, I got to remind people that I am a world champion and being a world champion, I'm in the room and I'm rubbing shoulders with other people that are at, that are, that are at my status. And uh, Shane Warren is one of those guys. I had the pleasure of breaking bread with him many times. Uh, um Events. Uh, we're both uh, Crown Casino, Crown Casino um, ambassadors in, out of Melbourne, Australia. I had uh, several um, celebrity outings with him in Monaco and and uh, and in the UK. And uh, just just a good dude, man. I mean, just just a good dude. And um, you know, with this passing, uh, you know it. It it, it again. I'm, you know, I sit and I and I question my own mortality because. Uh, you know, there's two very two two other guys I grew up with uh, in Oakville, uh, Donald Wilson, and Mark Holland. Both have passed away, and you know, it it brings it home. You know how precious life is. It mm-hmm. brings it, it brings it home. You know that you need to, you know, well utilize your time on Earth and 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 do productive things and be a good person. And, and try and give back and try to motivate and try to mentor. I mean, and all of this does, all of this uh, brings it home because, uh, you know, the time that I spent with uh, Shane was always amazing. I mean, always, you know, it's just uh, all, always amazing. And, and, and again, t- you know, one of the greatest trailblazing uh, cricket legends mm-hmm. uh, in the world. He's, he's someone that, um, that touched the sporting world but also was just always a good dude. Always, always trying to help people. Always very charitable, uh, very philanthropic. 
Um, you know, so again, that's 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 man. I I, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, that's but I, I, this this guy definitely be missed, and and you know we're we're of the same lineage, same age, and and it's just always tough to see because I feel like I'm 25, and I think that I've got 50 more years to go, but when things like this happen, it's always always tough. Rest in peace, my brother. It's death is one of those things that really puts life into perspective, right? Uh, and yeah. you were lucky enough to know Shane Warren, the man. I'm not uh, privileged in that respect, but right. he, when it comes to what he did on the cricket pitch, I mean, man, he was the master of the leg spin, and you know that became the hype for quite a long time. Absolutely. And, and then obviously now it's kind of you know declined since, but you know, 708 Test wickets. I mean, that's second most of all time. He had an international career for 15 years. I mean, he is, you know, Mr. Australia. Right. And you watch all of the nation mourn. Yeah. You know it's huge, right? This is just not another athlete. And to hear you speak of just Shane Warren, the man, yeah. you know, it's something. Well, the time I had, like I said, the, you know, it's – I think that um, as athletes, people see what we do on – are on the pitch, on the field of play, on the track, uh, on the basketball court, whatever. That's that's what that, and that's what you're famous for. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, fortunately and unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that if I'm in a room or when I'm in a room with uh, with other athletes who are just highly driven um, human beings, uh, yeah, you get to you get to laugh and you get to you get to crack jokes, and you kind of get to see. Uh, you know the, the 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 people or the person within, and yeah, it's it's always going to be an incredible sadness when um, someone of that stature is is lost or is gone and is gone way too soon. Age of fifty two, Shane yeah. Warren. I mean, uh, thoughts, <clears throat> prayers, condolences going out to all of his family and friends. Was simply vacationing, absolutely and, uh, heart attack. So no foul play. Not COVID related, uh, obviously gone, but definitely not forgotten. Never, never, never. A little NBA news. Last time we spoke, um, we were talking about the Lakers, and we were kind of concerned as to whether or not they would get into the playoffs. We'll talk more <laughs> LA in a second, but I want to begin on a more positive tip in terms of the sport because I think the Lakers got no shot. Um, uh, Greg Popovich, right. one of the best ever to man a sideline, right? And let's just say he's been doing it and doing it and doing it well. 1,335 career wins. That ties him with Don Nelson right. for number one overall. Next on the list, ooh, Toronto Raptors. I mean, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history if you're the Raptors, but there's a good chance they just might be. How is that? Do you, do I, want, I want you to define this for me. In terms of being on the wrong side yeah. of history? Yes. You don't want to be the team that allowed Popovich <laughs> to get to the summit. You know, 1,335 wins. Oh, I mean, jeez. I remember for the longest time, Lenny Wilkins, you know, had the most career victories for an NBA head coach. Yeah. He also had the most losses for an NBA but, but, but nobody, I, nobody ever uh, talks about that. It's like Cy Young, right? He's won the most, yeah, but Cy Young but, also lost But the it most. goes with it, though. I mean, it the, does. here's the thing. I mean, um, Pop is just legendary no matter what. Oh, right. It yeah. does. Like it doesn't matter. Like think about Coach K uh, from Duke, right? <clears throat> 
but pop is pop is legendary no matter what and mm-hmm. and and uh you know Toronto's young <laughs> and and Toronto uh I mean I I, I don't know how Toronto's going to play. I really don't know how they're going to play um against the Spurs so, but um my assumption is that pop is going to get pop is going to get his. Of I'll course. Just, I'll just say that. Not a matter of <laughs> if, just when. I'll just say pop's going to get his. Pop's going to get his and uh we all know that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like like first round first ballot first vote Hall of Famer. Okay. Okay. We know. I mean, 26th season. Your 26th season. Like, come on. I mean, head coaches don't last that long. But, I mean, this guy is just the exception to the rule. And, and, and by the way, to get that tying mark, who did they beat? Uh, the L.A. Lakers. The L.A. Lakers. <laughs> Let's just go back there again. Oh, man. LeBron at the age of, what is he, 30, 37 now? Uh, putting he, in 56 points. He's playing. He's doing everything that he can do. But I, I'm still worried. I don't know. Like LeBron said, until he's 12 feet under, right. I don't know where he's getting an extra six feet from because I guess he's LeBron. He gets that. Right. But yeah, until he's there, he said he's going to keep fighting. Well, you I'm going to give you a chance to come good now. What's that? What's, Lake, that? What, Lakers, what's that? Are the Lakers making the playoffs? Uh, yeah, they might. Uh, they might. They might. I might make it too. They, that's the <laughs> Listen, they might. Here's the thing. There are some games... There's some games that I watch. There's some Laker games that I watch that the team looks old, mm-hmm. right? The great thing about LeBron is that he is consistently taking care of himself and his body, and at least I know that he's physically prepared to play every single game, but sometimes the team looks old, Jason. And and, and to me, like the, the like that inconsistency is pretty tough playing in in that division right because you know phoenix looks awesome man utah looks awesome i mean you know so there's there's a few teams that just look real good and 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 um i'm i'm thinking that the the lakers are going to make going to make the playoffs but uh, you don't seem that optimistic, Mr. Portwine. No, I don't. So I, I, don't I, I don't know why you like I hope I'm wrong, on. but uh, by on. the way, LeBron did not play the other night, had a knee injury, right. and was not part of well, that end of history. He had to rest that knee. It was 56, man, you know, like 30. Hey, listen, I, I play basketball once a week, and, and, and then I take the next six days recovering. My God, man, he's, he's 30. Six years old, he, you know, you put up fifty six. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're gonna, you're gonna need a little break. So yeah, yeah that li- that little knee injury, you just be like, hey man, let massages for two days so I can play again. Yeah, well, he did bring a championship, albeit bubble, oh, yeah, bubble sure. ball, but still, he still brought a championship to LA. So I uh, just like to rib you about uh, trophy is a trophy. Yeah, a, a win is a win. Speaking gold of trophies, medals, gold medal. <laughs> Pop, Whatever. Pop's got a full hand. He's got, you know, four fingers and one thumb. He's got five Jeez. titles. So just got to give the man his due. And speaking of ball, right around the corner, how excited do you get for what I think is the best tournament on the court? March Madness. I love the one and done. It just brings out a little something that we're not used to because in most sports outside of the NFL, mm-hmm. you have a series. Right. Best of three, best of five, best of whatever. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, best of seven is what we're used to in most of them, but it's one and done with college basketball. And we're not there yet in terms of, you know, putting those teams together. But how excited do you get for the March Madness. I believe, and I'm saying it here, and okay. I've, I've certainly I've said it privately or wherever before, I believe that March, as in March Madness, mm-hmm. is the greatest sporting event, month-long sporting event. I mean, obviously, um, you know, we've got the Olympics, uh, but that's two weeks. And anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, I believe that March... It's is the is the greatest month. I, obviously, I'm a basketball fan uh, for these reasons. College basketball's always been, you know, um, uh, essentially the the grassroots league for the NBA. We all know that it prepares these men, uh, it prepares, prepares these boys to be men. <clears throat> and one and done has always been the place where every single one of these basketball players show up. And they play every game like it's the last game because it's the last game. And you see people go from, you know, some of these small college uh, basketball players, uh, whatever position you play, Mm -hmm. you get into the NCAA tournament and you become a first round draft choice at the end of that month. So this is where legends are made. This is where stars are made. And, uh, you know, you know, Jason, we talked, you know, we talked about um, even we talked about the NFL and, and and the last you know seven games. We'll say six, seven games of the of the of the season. Uh, March Madness is like that for the whole time because you do have you have a 16 seed going up against you know a, a number one seed, and the 16 seed feels you know they're coming from you know North Dakota. And these guys are playing like a Duke or North Carolina or, you know, USC or Texas or whatever. And they feel that they have a chance. And I love the fact that the light through the eyes of these boys that show up at the NCAA tournament, uh, it allows them to dream of playing with the big boys in the NBA. And for me, I believe that March, March Madness, the NCAA tournament, is the best sporting event from best month long sporting event in the world. Love it. Covered it many times and there is nothing like it. Selection Sunday, March 13th. Then we get to the nice. final four on April 3rd and we get to the top two, the national championship on April 4th. But you're right. The beauty of this event is that you don't have to be the better team, right. just the better team on that one day. And That's we've seen correct. it. So many times where you talked about it, 16s beating ones. We're yeah. having upsets that you're just not used to seeing. Right. And, and it can happen. Think about all, think about all, think about 
you first of all, I mean, especially now with all like how crazy betting is, you know, you have a team that is 14th seed from far away that you've never heard of. And they're playing a team that's, you know, you know, you know, uh, nationally ranked. Mm -hmm. And that small town team just has to keep it close, man. Two seconds to go. Reign of three. That's it. You just never know. (laughs) It's over. It's over for the. It's over for one team, and that one team might be the most popular team. So, uh, again, I, I'm, I look forward to it every year. I've been several times, Jason. Uh, that's the other thing. I mean, I, I am. I've always. I've always. Um, you know, I compete at the Olympic Games. I also want to attend the Olympic Games. I want to know what it's like to be a fan. And I've and and uh, and I've attended um, Final Four. Um, I think probably about six times. And and again, you 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 want to be in the arena. You want to have that energy. Uh, you know, just just like any other major sporting event, uh, I think that uh, if for anyone out there, if that's on your bucket list, go out there and do it because it's worth every single dime that you spend. Absolutely. Speaking of money and bucket lists, Coach K's final game at home. Yeah. Tickets. I heard one going for eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. Would you pay that much to go 000? see Coach K's final game? I, 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 the last I checked my cable bill, I got the exact same seat. <laughs> Nobody has a with. Thing. With commentary, right? But with commentary, but but I got to tell you this. I mean, and 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 Jason, we're, you and I are both fans of Coach K. Uh, you know, the, you know, I and and Pop also. I mean, the long when you think about the loyalty of these coaches to their programs, right, and to their athletes, and the successful, productive people that they have made in society. That's far beyond just being a coach on a basketball team. And we see that with Pop and 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 with all the NBA uh, players that he has and the friendship that he still has for these uh, with these men and and uh, and also um, the productive members that 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 the people that have always stayed with him and friends with him you know that they're just good people and Coach K has been like amazing because he's the one basically if you think about this though maybe this was the trajectory. Coach K, you're in high school. You go to do Coach K molds you, and then he hands you over the pop. Wow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Does it get any better than that? Oh my God, man! So, so yeah, Coach K is uh, is is another guy. You know, you know what? L- listen, I would, I, I mean, we're joking about the money, but I'm saying that this man is worth every penny for you to go and watch him do his work. He's no different than, you know, any of the greatest artists that you've ever seen. You know, a, a great coach is not just, a, 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 you know, a coach. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate to have, um, you know, an amazing coach. And that amazing coach is not, it's still my coach today. Because if I need fatherly advice, if I need business advice, if I need psychological advice, I'm actually going to call that guy. I'm going to call Dan Paff. Absolutely. And I know that the players with Coach K, regardless of how successful they are, I know, I know that they would be calling him for any advice because that's, that's the kind of person he is that he's out there providing and giving advice to incredibly balanced people that could be productive members of society. Yes. Well put. Well put. And us being of the male persuasion, men tour. Absolutely. Right? You can't spell the word without the men. What, 100%. Right? 100%. I mean, full respect. And we'll say manners, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just, just understanding structure and manners, discipline, 
focus, uh, you know, and, and he will get the best out of every single person that's around you. And, uh, you know, he challenges you to challenge yourself. And that is success in itself. All right. You keep mentioning the word Olympics. So let's go there quickly and at least bring up uh, the medal standings. Take a look at the table. China with eight gold right now, 27 overall medals as we speak. How about Ukraine in second with six gold, seven silver, four bronze with everything going on? I realize sports, you know, is a physical thing, but the mental the mental aptitude that, you know, you need to survive and thrive with everything going on. A big round of applause to the Ukrainian athletes there in Canada, yeah. rounding out the top three, five gold, 13 medals overall. So cannot forget about our Paralympians right now in Beijing. You know what? I, 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 and I've always been a supporter of this. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what this is. Uh, we get lost with, you know, after... Well, the Winter Olympics is finished, and now it's the para winter para winter Olympics, and and one of the things that happens with the even with the big Olymp- summer Olympics and the Paralympics that always follows is that we know that viewership gets dropped off, sponsorship gets dropped off, and I always I've always been a fan of actually just expanding the Olympics out one week and include these incredible athletes. I've had the fortune to meet many Paralympians, and believe me, they work their asses off way more than I do. Because not only are they doing, uh, you know, obviously you have to put in the physical physical uh, work uh, to get your body to that place, but it's all the whatever other else uh, situation you're dealing with. My God, Jason, we've got, you know, watching the Paralympics, we've got uh, two countries at war, and we've got kids from Ukraine who focus, who 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 have, you know, whose families are getting bombed, and they're out there, and and you know, I I can only. I can only surmise that you have worked so much and so hard. It is, you know, it's such an emotional thing that whatever your sport is, it is just, you, you essentially are draining and pouring your whole body into that because that's the only way you know. And, uh, you know, for all the Paralympians out there, man, all the, all the, all, for everyone, for every single one, I mean, one, keep it going. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of, of the, the, the winter games or the summer games, just expanding out a week and incorporating that because I, I don't like the fact that, that it's not on live TV, it's not on 20 channels. I don't like that. I've never, never liked that. And so I've been a supporter of that. So I am going to continue supporting and, and watching and hoping that it changes in the future. But in, in, but in the meantime, I want to make sure that uh, all of these athletes, uh, you know, stay safe, continue working. Um, bring home some medals. Yep, yep. A couple of quick takes on the way out. First up from the NFL, Calvin Ridley plays with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh, gambling on games that he was not playing in. He gets a year suspension. We've seen a lot worse from other NFL players, domestic abuse, uh, child abuse, other, you know, more, to me, horrific, right? you know, examples that have received lesser penalties. And I'm not condoning gambling on sports when you're a part of that sport. Don't get me wrong. Right. But a year? What's your, what's your quick take on that? You know what? I, I, I don't think he deserved a year. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, gambling is now legal. And, and know, it was $1,500. Yeah. You know, gambling. Well, well, one, you can't gamble on your own team. We saw, no, we saw what happened. With, but we saw what happened with Pete Rose. You can't, right. First of all, yeah, it's wrong For sure. to gamble. Uh, like, I, I think that I, here's, here's, here's the take then. He shouldn't be gambling on his team. Well, period, because they're a terrible team. 
So you're right. <laughs> you should be punished for gambling on oh the Atlanta God. Falcons. Well, it's I a mean, team sport. Come on, it's a team sport. So, so he, he can't. He, like he can't. Um, I don't think he can no, change, change that against them. I'd understand. Yeah, that's a little crazy. But but no, listen. Yeah. He, um, I think that's tough. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, what you and I were talking about is the great playing that the NFL, that the, the audience that the NFL. Uh, had gained back from having such stellar product on the field. And uh, I think that, um, you know, the NFL does not need another black eye. They don't need any of the, the, the aforementioned days. They don't need, uh, you know, domestic abuse, the murders, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and, they, and they certainly don't need someone. Uh, I think gamble. I mean, I think, but listen, I, I gamble, you gamble. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Uh, but, but understand that um, you got to see where the line's drawn anyways and, and stay clear of that and, and, uh, and, and, keep, it, um, and keep it structured anyways. Uh, that way this doesn't happen again. Other quick take from the NFL, the combine uh, wrapped up. We had a guy that weighs like 500 pounds run like a, a 4 four forty. Like, <laughs> Dude. How do you explain that? Well, is, well, is it, that even possible? I would hate to be the quarterback on the other side. That's what I'm saying. Right? I mean, if, if a guy's 400 odd pounds and he's running four or five or six anything, um, he is going to be a star. And he's coming in to be coming in to crush some people right now. And, uh, you know, I, I saw all the times. I mean, there's actually a couple of young cats coming out now that, that ran 4-2, which I know in the NFL is like, it's, it is, it is, uh, that's hair raising speed. I mean, I ran 3.78 for the 40, but that's okay. That's what we do at the highest level. 4-2. I mean, remember, but Bolt went and ran 4-2 in his street shoes after not competing for about, uh, after being retired. I mean, you know, so Bolton is prime certainly is, uh, would be, you know, high threes guy also, uh, in a, in a properly timed 40. Uh, but yeah, I, you know what, I, I like some of the, the products coming out of college, uh, going in, in the NFL, the NFL combine, um, seem to be, uh, you know, rolling along and, um, you know, we're looking forward. I'm very certain that, um, the audience is looking forward to the NFL season this year. Had some, uh, you know, fun with it, but. Listen to this. It's a Georgia lineman, Jordan Davis. We're talking about right. three hundred and forty-one pounder mm-hmm. runs a forty-yard dash in four seven eight. Right. That, that, that's faster than Patrick Mahomes. That was faster than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, the guy. Come on, that's not human. That, I mean, well, I, like I said, Jason. I mean, he's a lineman, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel sorry for the other lineman on the other side. It's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, uh, and I'm looking forward to that game, and that allows us to look forward to that kid playing when he gets to the big league, because we know he's going, and he's going high, and he's going to be paid quite well. Wow. Yeah, I'm not blocking that, brother. <laughs> uh, last thing we say on the way out, we need to shout out Muhammad Ahmed. Yeah. Break in his own Canadian 10,000-meter record. Now, I realize, for your liking, there's, a, there's too, many, too, too many zeros to that number, because 10,000 runners don't get the love, as Man. obviously 100 do. Dude, that... That's mileage, bro. Yeah, that is. I mean, but Mohamed is a uh, Mohamed is a uh, is is definitely a Canadian. Is a rising star in at in, in the international circuit. I I expect him uh, to be on the podium. I mean, I expect him to be on the podium, and I love the fact that he he, he his, his drive, his attitude, his ego. I love all of that because I think that he should be confident enough to take on the very best in the world and 
and be at the top of the podium. I mean, I, I just expect him to be there, man. I, you know, that's that's another kid that, uh, you know, fans, track and field fans around the world should, should uh, watch out for. World Indoors, we'll tee that up coming up next week on the program. It gets underway on Friday, March 18th right. and runs through till Sunday, March 20th. Yes, I'm looking forward to, you know, it's, uh, the, listen, the, the World Indoor Championships, uh, you know, um, it's like the consolation prize. I don't want to, I don't want to downplay. It's like the consolation prize because most. Uh, I think of, you just did. No, but I'm, but I'm not, but I'm saying. <laughs> I no, don't want to downplay it, but it's like the consolation prize. Oh, what the hell, dude? What the hell? Um, no, I'm I saying. I get you riled up before we, you know. Hey, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. It's early. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying to you that, that it's the consolation no, prize, meaning that yeah. uh, most, well, let's just say that, you know, I, I think I've said this before. Carlos, Usain Bolt myself, Linford Christie, we all have the exact same amount of uh, World Indoor Championship medals. Yeah, Zero. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're right. But, but I'm saying that, that, that this, the indoor season is, to break up the monotony of training is an incredible event. And I'm, I'm telling you all to tune in. Uh, I don't know, um, you know, I, I don't know how well Canada is going to do. I know we're sending a good team. My boy Glenroy is there, Relay Glenroy Gilbert. He's there. He's he, he's, he's he's coaching the team. And I know he'll do his great, you know, he'll do an, an incredible job uh, to, I mean, the, 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 the teams, are, the, the individuals are prepared separately at their own, uh, uh, with their own personal coaches. But I know that Glenroy will guide these kids to, to be their very best and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the new stars. So this is like the NCAA tournament, people. Uh, you will see some new stars rise from the indoor season, and the outdoor season starts only a few weeks later. So I'm looking forward to the in, I'm looking forward to the World Indoor Championships. There will be some incredible performances. Uh, and uh, and 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 these are the people that we're going to see later on in the outdoors and see how well these indoor uh, champions, uh, you know, translate uh, their success uh, to the outdoor uh, championships, which is in Oregon in uh, in July. Okay, so I think I've got it right. So you're telling me that world indoors is like people in relationships; they're just in it till something better comes along. I don't know what kind of relationships that is, Jason. <laughs> Friday, March 18th, <laughs> Saturday, March 19th, and Sunday, March 20th, Belgrade, Serbia. We'll have more on the world indoors coming at you next time around. Uh, that's it for this edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things from inside our Toronto Mike Studios. Jason Portwando, the legendary one, Donovan Bailey. This and every broadcast powered by ACAST. Final parting word? You know what? Stay safe. Uh, see right. you next week. All right. Thanks for the company. Yeah.